गुड इवनिंग टर्न योर बाइबल टू रोमन्स चैप्टर वन वर्स वन एंड टूडे वी गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट समथिंग वी शुड नॉट गेट ओवर सो रिमेंबर लाइक kids always uh, it they find it difficult many times to get over something right we always tell our kids hey it's enough get over change your mood change your mind go on it's done right when i was a kid when i was small i remember uh, if i used to get uh, uh, angry which was not good when i was a kid and then my mom comes to me and she uh, she tries to get me over that that hey it's everything is done and uh, uh, get over it change your mood but i was not a good child it was not a good habit but i was uh, trying to rebel and like i will not get over this i am angry now and our parents always tells tells us what get over it and we should get over it uh, from the things because uh, and not necessarily that everything we we get over is uh, bad there are many happiness or there is many things happens in our life that stays with us and by the time passes we get over it and we start and we move on with the life here today we are going to talk about one thing that i will tell you that we should never get over of we should never get over in our all life and that thing is the day you get saved the day of salvation the day you found christ the day you met him the day christ become real to you the day when you saw the cross you saw the light you should never get over of this in all your life never 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 no matter what situation is and now we going to study the life of a paul if you study his life all over such a wonderful man he is he never got over of this that getting saved never he got over of it now any of you if you have not done or you don't know what salvation is salvation is that we all die and we all go into hell when we are born we are born only with body and soul the spirit part of us is already died because we are born into the sin and now like what is what is god god is trinity father son and the holy spirit god created us in his own image so what we should be body soul and spirit but the spirit part is already died because we are born into the sin so if you die like that without getting saved what will happen you go into hell now what you can do to save yourself kid can you do something no we cannot do anything to go into heaven and that's why john 316 what did it says god has sent his only one son jesus christ to die for your and my sin 
right? 2,000 years before, Jesus Christ died for your and my sin. And when you completely trust him, when you ask him, Lord, forgive me, my father. I know I am a sinner. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I accept you, my Christ and personal savior. When you open your heart, I remember Johan doing that, right? One day when I asked him, Johan, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal savior? So he wasn't sure about it. Why we are not sure? Because we must have not done that decision, right? And then it took some time for him to understand what is that means and then to whom he goes. Who can save? Jesus saved. Jesus saved. So he went to the Lord and he asked, Lord, forgive me, Lord. I know I am a sinner. And when Lord sees your heart, he convicts you. And when you, are, and when you hold him, you beg him, Lord, forgive me. And then he saved you. That's the day of your salvation. It's even not the day. It's a moment. Remember, kids, it's not a process. It is a moment. The moment you know that I needed a savior. And thank God it happened to in my life. Thank God you happened to in your life. And what we are talking here is we should never get over of this. Never. Never. I, let's go uh, to some verses and I will have you turn to many verses and this will help today also to remember you to, you get, uh, to revise your New Testament's uh, epistle which Paul wrote. Let's see some of his writing and that will help you to understand the greatest Christian ever lived on this earth who set the example for us what is his writing is, did he ever get out of that and learning from him, we will see how he was never getting over it. Rome 1.1, you are there, Romans 1.1. What is Romans 1.1 says? Paul, after Paul, it is immediately a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separate unto the gospel of God. When, you are, when did you got separated? You got separated from this world the day you got saved. So as soon as he start any of the letter, immediately after Paul, he says, why Paul is Paul? Because servant of Jesus Christ. Turn over to the next, uh, next letter, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1, 1. You have to go fast because we are going to every epistle, first verse of every epistle, and that's where you know his love for Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, 1. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and Suthinus, our brother. Jesus Christ through the will of God. He never forget. He never want to go over of it. Turn over to Galatians 1.1. Let's do a practice. Make it fast. Galatians 1.1. Paul, an apostle, not of man, neither by man, but by the Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. Turn over to Ephesians 1.1. Ephesians 1.1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to be faithful in Christ Jesus. Let's move on to Philippians 1.1. Paul and Timotheus, 
the servant of Jesus Christ all over. He, if you see, and we'll go to the another all of this uh, epistle which Paul has wrote, where he start with his life. Whenever he wrote, it's all about Jesus Christ. Let's go to where we was Philippians. No, we'll go to uh, where we was. Okay, First Thessalonians one one. No, I think we missed Colossians. Colossians one one. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. First Thessalonians one one. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go to First Timothy. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God our Savior. Titus one one. Paul. A servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Sorry, I am fast for you, and I may—I understand that you may not able to move, which fine, but I'll read it for you. And the last one, Philemon, Philemon, one one, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ. If he is a prisoner, what we are? Are we a prisoner of Jesus Christ? If you see all here, if Paul is not Paul without Jesus Christ. You are not Christian without Jesus Christ. It's all over and over. Paul just come, Paul, but all about Jesus Christ. He likes hiding behind the cross. He won that cross. That one thing again and again, and all his writing, he never get over of this. That Lord save me. What was I? And Lord save me. I was a wretch. He wrote, "Lord save me." Who am I, and why, my Lord? Because Lord save me. Again and again he goes. He never. He actually wants to find the way. He always want to go and tell to Lord or tell to the people, "Hey, Jesus Christ." See, I'll tell you. A. W. Tozer wrote very good statement. What is is closest to your heart is what you talk about. And if God is close to your heart, you will talk about Him. It's whatever is closest. If it is my job is closest to my heart. If my wife is closest to my heart. If my business is closest to my heart. If my house is closest to my heart. Whatever is closest to my heart will come out of my mouth. If Christ is closest to my heart, I cannot get over of it, and that's where we are commanded to be, and that's where we see Paul again and again, right, tells us, prisoner of Jesus Christ, Matthew six twenty one, where Jesus says, "For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also." That's why I said our heart. Right. While we are in this world, we have to make sure we always are near to this cross, the cross which saved you, the cross where Jesus Christ died for yours and my sin. The day it had happened to you, it happened to me. If it has happened to us, we should never get over of this. Matthew twenty two thirty three seven. Matthew, turn your Bible to Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Here, Jesus says, 
in Matthew 22, 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. If this is not done in yours in my life, no matter what we do, we will be a failure. This is the first command. That's why in my last message also I told you our personal relationship with Lord. When your vertical is good, your horizontal will be taken care. But if your vertical is not good, your relation is not good, your horizontal around you also will not be good. Because he is your source if you are saved. If you are not, then everything in the world is your source. And that's why Lord says, Thou shalt love thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mouth. When we read this about Paul, right, he is the one God sent us to us, an apostle to tell a gospel to the Gentiles. And all this letter, all his doctrine which he teached to us, we ought to follow him, we want to follow him, we should follow him, that how a Paul Right? He is not someone came from the heaven and wrote the and have so many letters or the chapters written into the Bible. He was a person like you and me, where God saw him, you know, where, where the man completely surrendered himself to the Lord. Remember, I told you, salvation is the choice, and after salvation, surrendering to the Lord is also your choice. When you surrender yourself to the Lord, and that's where we saw to, the, to Paul, and that's where it's all coming from his heart, because whatever is in your heart, that will come out from your mouth. Romans 7.24, he says, O wretch man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? See this person, the humility and the humbleness throughout the Bible Paul has. Everywhere he say, Paul, he's not telling, Paul, I am. He say, me, Paul, me, a person like me. That's what his way of expression, he's not telling you, hey, see what I am, Paul. He's telling, Paul, me, a person like me, God is using me. I got saved because of Lord Jesus. It's 1 Corinthians 15, 8, he says, and last of all, he was seen of me also as of one born out of due time. He never missed the opportunity. Whenever God talks to his heart, he writes it. And that's where about you also, if you are get saved, and whenever such message, or whenever, because you have the Holy Spirit, right? And you can be filled with the Spirit, and when you know what Lord has given to you, hey, give thanks to him, don't remember don't forget that day, the day you got saved. Because it's easy for you, because now it becomes the habit to be a Christian. Don't make it a habit. Love the Lord with all your heart. Do it because he did for you. Do it because 2,000 years before, he died for you. Because you and me was in, he was in your, his mind. In 1 Timothy 1.15, he says, Paul says, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation 
that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. What about us? Are we better than him? Or we are even far worse than him. He says, of whom I am chief. My friend, the question is, if you see all through this writing what we wrote, he always talk about his salvation and the day which he got saved and what has happened to him. When did we last share with someone what has happened to us? Week before, month before, three months before, six months before, year before. I'm not talking about when did you share the gospel because when you tell what happened to you, that includes the gospel because because of the gospel which has the power, you and me got saved. Here, Paul, if you see again, 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 hey, it has happened to me. It has happened to me. It's the real. In the parable or, or, or in the story of Jesus heals a man with a demon, in uh, Mark 5.19, when he was healed, Jesus uh, told him, Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee, and had compassion on thee. Go home to thy friend and tell them. Do you think God has a compassion on you? Do you think Lord had done anything for you? Or do I think Lord had done anything for me? Yes, I know he did it for me. I don't want to get over it. I want to tell everyone what he has done for me. We should never be ashamed for what he has done for us. Don't love the Lord because you have to love the Lord because you want to. You don't have to. You are, it's a choice for us. Right? We don't come to the church because we have to. We come to church because we want to. Because if you don't want to, we will have the empty seat soon. That's what we see. Because it has become a practice, because it became a habit, that Sunday morning is only the church, and all remaining time, we don't have to be in church. Because now it's soon it became the habit, soon, soon it became the practice, now we started doing because we have to. We should come to church because we want to. If Jesus saved our soul, you come to church because we want to. Lord says, prove to me. Prove me. That you love me. Every time the church door opens, prove me. There is no middle ground. It is so easy for us to forget what happened to us. Because one thing I saw, many of the American or many of the people, and praise God for that, get saved at very small age, which is very good. You should be thankful that you don't have to go through all this, which I have gone through till the age of 38. I should be thankful that his mercy was all over me till the age of 38 till I get saved. 
is not like you are better than me or I are better than me or our, our testimony is different. The same Lord who died for us. So because we got saved or you got saved at very small age, it does not mean that it became a, it is a easy, it is a practice. Of course you got it that you should be joyful, you should be thankful for that, that you don't have to go through that all, the evil life. Stick to the cross. Stick to the cross. No matter what the age you have got saved. What did David says in 51.12? Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with, the, with thy spirit. Every day. Let me ask you this. I'm sorry if, if, if you don't like this question, but I like to do it in my prayer. I want to thank God each and every time I pray. My flesh tells me, you don't have to. You are saved now. You just go on with your request. But I want to thank Lord each and every prayer for my salvation. Have you ever seen of the people who are still in the church but not getting saved? Don't you know your families who are still not get saved? See them any time their life will get end and their eternity into the hell will start. Thank God for what has happened to you. Don't get over it. The more you start getting over it, you will be start backsliding. That's where you will go. You will go just go over it because it was so easy. My parents was there. They told me I was just five and six. And they told me, I accepted Lord Jesus, I got saved and genuine saved. But you became, you take it so lightly that your rest of the life did not show that. Because you just got it. It was at my home. My parents were spiritual and they told me. I accepted it and easily, so easily I got it. And that's where, but you know what? Why God saved Many of you or many of the people at very early age so that they get a more time to serve the Lord. I, myself, lost much of the time. So don't take it easy. It's not an easy thing. It is the biggest thing happened to your life, in your life. Don't let go it easily. Don't make it as a practice or a habit. Love the Lord. Because what he has done for you. Because you know, if you don't do that, that's our church. That's where the people, you see, they start backsliding because they got so easily. Now Sunday morning is the only church. All other things takes a priority when you are not near to that cross. When you forget what has happened to you, the life will look so much different than now that we feel, are they really saved or not? Or we are the fool who coming into the church Wednesday and Thursday, Sunday nights. Love the Lord, what he has done for you. We should not be only the hearer, but the doers of the word. When the invitation is made again and again and again, we should listen. What did Lord said in every parable? 
those who have here they will hear those who have their ear they will only hear right if you go to any shopping mall there is a music playing on the rock music or any of the music you know the songs is going on but you don't concentrate on that song because you don't want that song the same way you just take many of us just take whatever we like we only hear what we want to hear let's not do that see the bird a christian life should be like that bird which go all the day wandering all the day for the food but have the evening he'd go back to his nest that's how our life should be galatians 6:14 says but god forbid that i should glory save in the cross of lord jesus christ by whom the world is crucified unto me and i unto the world did this world crucified unto me what about you did we crucified the world is crucified unto me and i unto the world that's what paul says what about us what about me or i am little bit of crucified or 50 60% crucified what is that it should reflect otherwise we tell our kids it is okay to be into sunday morning it is okay not to go into sunday evening when we won't set an example from in front of them love your lord if you are saved if not you need to get saved every year our birthday comes right we like to enjoy our birthday we remember our birthday hey it's our birthday my this birthday my that birthday your that birthday has no meaning if you don't have your born again day if your born again day is not there in your life you will regret whole eternity that why you and i has born so if you don't forget your birthday when the month start even even the before the uh, the, the date comes we we getting excited about it hey it's my birthday this month but it is so easy for us to forget our born again day because we get just so easily overrated when we get into this world as pastor mentioned our flesh does not like it our flesh likes this world and the things of this world and that's where you have to take a decision you have to be strong you have to decide what you have to select there is no middle ground either there is a jesus or there is a devil no matter if you are born again or not it it's not like okay you are born again only jesus i can have no it's your decision what you have decided how can we forget the day when the bible says and even angel rejoice for you angel rejoice for me angel rejoice in the heaven the day when billions of people which has already born and died without christ are waiting for their judgment you are not you and me are not our eternity is settled nothing we has to do because what he has done for us 
whatever we are running for, I am running for, will just stay here. You and me have that security, that confidence because of Lord Jesus Christ, because what he has done for you and me. The day when the Lord himself sent his spirit, when you ask him for a forgiveness, and your body became the temple, the day he washed your sin, the day when you are spiritually born, my friend, let's not get over it. Never, never, never. Give thanks to him. Give thanks to him what he has done for you and me. No matter what other things, no matter whoever what thinks, we should follow and serve the Lord. We should not get over it. I'll tell you one example and we'll be done. Last Saturday when we went for a soul winning, there was a Hindu family on the way and they was doing that gardening and I got so excited uh, seeing them. I was like, wow, it's an Indian family. The old couple, maybe 60s, 70s. We went to them and I, say, I invited him. I said, hey, sir, hi, hello. And he was also happy to see me. And I gave him the invitation. I said, uh, sir, come to our church. It's a wonderful church. I am from Mount Victory Church. And uh, uh, you will like it. He asked me the question. He said, there are Hindu temples around. Have you gone to that temple? I said, no, sir. He said, why not? I said, because I found the truth. Now he got offended. He started abusing now. Because he said, you have criticized our religion. I said, no, I did not criticize your religion. I did not say a word about your religion. I just said that I found the truth. I'm not ashamed of it. I want to proclaim it. He started abusing. And then we thought this discussion will not help. He gave me his... Uh, a card back. I was like, okay, no problem. And uh, we started walking. He was on the right lane. And we done with the right lane home. And then we come on the left home. Because now so much it must be burning on in inside. And while he was, uh, while we was coming back, he wanted to, hey, hey, I want to say one more thing. I was like, sir, we are done with this talking, I think. I said, sorry to you. So he said, no, but I want to tell you one thing. I said, okay, go ahead, tell me. So he said, there was... My daughter, one day she came crying because some, her friend, Christian, told her that your father need to become Christian, otherwise they go to hell. This is what you teach? Though it was true, I told him one thing, because you know, because I am also the flesh, I did not like why he reacted on us. I said, I want to do one thing. He said, what? I said, I, do, I want to give you a hug. He said, okay. I gave him the hug. For me, I gave because I don't want anything about that person in my heart, the way he acted. When we travel back, the thought came in my mind. Imagine that person. How much it will take for him to born again? How much? What do you think? What are the chances? How much you think? First, to get convinced to come to church. Second, 
to sit under the word of God. Third, to heart to get prepared. Four, to Lord to convict him to get saved and to get saved. What are the chances? What did you and me got? What did you and me do? Special something that we got a bypass. But we got so much, so much as compared to these people. I told you, Han, do you see what we received? How hard it is for someone and how hard it is for many. You know many people just sit into the church. They are convinced but not convicted. They are not born again. They are in religion. They are not in rela relation. I share to you to explain you the gravity of it, the importance of it. Don't just get over because you got born again. And now it is long time. No, it is not. Don't get over it. Give thank to the Lord all the time about what he has done for you. When you understand the importance of your salvation, you will understand the importance of soul. You will understand the importance of what Christ done for you. You will understand the importance of the dying soul also. And that's where you will be fired in your heart to go and share the gospel. Praise Lord. What a wonderful Lord we serve. Thank you. Let's pray and we'll be dismissed. Father, we love you. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Jesus, for this day. And thank you for what you have done for us on that cross, my Lord. Yes, my Lord, forgive us, my Lord. Many times we get so easy in this world and we take our salvation so easy and granted, my Lord, forgive us. Remind us, my Lord, every day that we should thank you, my Lord, that what you have done for us. I pray, my Lord, anyone here and whoever is, anyone who is listening, who has not accepted you as their personal savior, convict them, my Lord Jesus, that they should ask the forgiveness and ask you to come into their heart and to accept you as their personal savior. Thank you for saving my soul. Thank you for every person over here who is saved and born again. Thank you for what you have done for us. In your mighty name we pray. Amen.